Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Selling Greenville, your favorite real estate podcast here in lovely Greenville, South Carolina. I am your host as always, Stan McCune, realtor here in the Greenville area of South Carolina. And if you have any real estate needs here in the Greenville area, please reach out to me. All of my contact information is in the show notes. You can text me, you can call me, you can email me. All of that is in there for your pleasure to reach out to me at any time. I'm basically 24-7. I just got back from the Dominican Republic. I was in Punta Cana for a week. I was working. I had multiple closings. I had all of my clients set up if they needed anything, that they had people that they could go to uh, for showings and the like. Um, I do not take a day off during the year. This is just kind of the nature of the job. I love what I do. Um, And part of that, part of what I have to do is basically be 24-7 on call for you guys. Don't feel bad. Reach out to me. That's why that contact information is in the show notes. Um, As well, the only thing I ask of you guys to support the show is to do three things. At least one of the three and hopefully all three of them. Hit the little subscribe button in your podcast app. Actually, I've heard there's a trick if you unsubscribe and then resubscribe that that's helpful. I don't know, but try it if you have a second. Hit the little five-star rating and leave a little short review to let people know that you like the show. That's all I ask. That helps to get the show out to as many people as possible. So as I said, I just got back from Punta Cana, had a lovely time there. Um, incredible beaches, great people, great food, great drinks, uh, a big fan of the Dominican Republic, been there now a, a few different times. Um, but right before I went there, I d- decided, you know what, I need to explore something with regard to my private home, my private residence. And that was specifically that I've been paying a PMI fee at every year, really every month, but technically it's an annual fee, but you you pay it out every month. Um, And I've been paying PMI ever since I first purchased this home. Now, what is PMI? Um, And sometimes it's called MIP, depending on the type of loan that you have. The really short version of it is if you put less than 20% down on a house, and by the way, there are some loans that don't have PMI, even even if you put less than 20%. But I'm kind of simplifying things here. Generally speaking, if you put less than 20% of a down payment on a house that you're purchasing, your loan ends up being a little bit more expensive because they have a hedge in there to protect themselves called PMI, Private Mortgage Insurance. It basically protects the lender if you default on your loan um, to uh, essentially allow them to be able to get their money back. I'm not going to get into all the weeds on how PMI works on the insurance and lending side of things. That's not the purpose of this uh, of this episode. And honestly, I'm not super knowledgeable about all that. I'd have to have a lender get on here and actually talk to us about that. Um, but the the long story short is, once your loan hits 20% loan to value, in other words, once you have at least 20% equity in your house, then you are eligible for your PMI to drop off. However, there is there are a couple of aspects to that. Your bank is not required to drop it. Let's say you have a conventional loan where it where your PMI can drop off once you hit 20% equity in your house. Your bank is not required to drop that until you actually hit 
equity, okay? So you actually will be paying probably for at least a good year extra than you need to if you don't keep up with that. You, you may be paying substantially more uh, for your loan than you need to. And PMI really varies. I mean, I've seen it, uh, you know, it can be $50 a month, $100 a month, $200 a month. It varies on a variety uh, of factors, based on a variety of factors. Um, but whatever the case may be, you don't want to pay more than you have to. So here's the thing. When you purchase a home, you get what's called an amortization schedule. It's one of these crazy several pages long documents that basically shows you, okay, here is your first payment. Here is how much principal towards your your mortgage that you're paying. Here's how much interest you're paying. Here are the other aspects of, of what you're potentially paying. It, again, depends on how the loan is structured. Um, and then it shows you, okay, here is your actual principal following the the payment, right? And then it shows you every single payment. If it's a 30-year loan, it shows you 360 payments. What happens to your loan? So once you get to the point where that original number, so let's say that, for instance, you bought a $200,000 house. You need to get have paid down $40,000 of your principal before you can get your PMI dropped. However, the bank is not required to drop it until you've reached $44,000, okay? Follow me? Now, uh, you might think, okay, well, this probably doesn't take very long. No, it takes a long time because the way amortization works over the course of a 30-year loan, you're paying almost no principal at the beginning of your loan. You're paying almost entirely interest right at the beginning of a 30-year loan. It's not until really midway through that you start, like after you've owned the home for 15, 20 years, uh, before, and if you are still on that same original 30-year loan, that's when you finally start to see, and you can look at your amortization schedule if you still have a copy of it, that's when you finally start to see that you're paying more principal than interest. So it takes a long time. If you only put down 35 or 5% on your house, it takes a really, potentially a really long time to get to 20% of that original number uh, that you bought the house for. So here's what I did. I refinanced a few years ago my house, and they told me this is the date. This is the actual date that you, where you will reach 20% equity based on your purchase price or, or based on the price uh, that this loan is based on because it wasn't a purchase price because it was a refinance. Um, once you reach that number, then, or once you reach that date, then you need to reach out to your lender and let them know, hey, I am at 20% equity. I need my PMI dropped. Well, it occurred to me the other day, uh, and by the other day, I mean a few months ago, that we've seen the past year a 20% increase in prices. Um, now, historically, that has not been the case. We've never seen such insane price increases. But I was like, why wouldn't I be able to get my PMI dropped now? Technically, I wasn't supposed to be able to have it dropped until 2026. That was when I was finally going to reach that point of being able to drop it. Now, I had I had put originally 10% down on my house. So it was a little bit quicker than uh, what 
would have been, you know, for a lot of people that are putting more like five or, or like I said, three and a half or maybe even 3% down. So I was thinking about this and I was like, I know, and, and obviously I know my neighborhood and whatnot. I know that I have 20% equity in my house from the standpoint of what the market, what has happened in the market and what has happened specifically in my neighborhood. So I was like, I need to try to figure out a way to get this PMI drop. There is no, it does nothing for my loan. It is just a an extra fee that I'm having to pay because I didn't put 20% down when I first purchased this home. Um, now, there is another way that you can do this. You can also uh, do what's called recasting your loan, which is which then allows you to pay an extra amount towards uh, towards what your loan is, or you can also just make an extra principal payment as well. Um, and I'm again, I'm not going to get into the weeds on that. But when you're making a payment on your house, you can make extra uh, payment towards the principal, and that could then bring your equity up. I didn't want to do that. I knew I didn't need to do that. I like to keep my cash on hand. Because as you guys know, I also invest in real estate. Cash is king. You need to have cash to invest in real estate. So all of that to be said, uh, I started exploring with my lender what I could do in order to get my home value reassessed. Now, backstory. I get mail constantly from the lender, which my loan has been sold a couple of times now. This is what happens when you get a mortgage with a bank, they typically will sell your mortgage to another bank, and then that bank may sell it, and they're all rebalancing their portfolios. And so you might have a different, you might have five or six different lenders over the course of your loan. Well, the lender I'm with now is Freedom Mortgage, and Freedom Mortgage is constantly sending me mail saying, Your house is worth XYZ more than when you bought it. So why don't you go ahead and do a refinance? So I'm like, Hmm, okay, their automated system believes that my house is worth what it needs to be worth in order for my PMI to be dropped. So I feel like I have a pretty good chance of them actually taking this seriously. So I reached out to them and I, I called Mainline. And I was just like, hey, I want to uh, look into getting my PMI dropped. And they were just like, okay, we've got to connect you to another department. Call, you know, they connected me to the other department. I speak to another person on the phone. Um, she was like, "Okay, you know, let me let me look into this." She puts me on a very long hold. Um, she comes back to me and she says, "Okay, um, it it did not give me the message it normally gives me, which is probably a good thing." That's what she said to me. Um, I guess she probably gets a lot of these phone calls, and it probably just automatically just rejects. Based on uh, based on the the value in their system not being high enough, but again, remember, I'm getting mail from them that's telling me that my value is high enough. So their system, when I make the request, it says it gives her the green light. So she says, "Okay, I, I got a different message than I normally do. Um, it says that if you're set up for email alerts, then you'll get an email from Freedom Mortgage within." 10 business days or something like that. If you're set up for for mail, for snail mail, USPS mail, then you'll get it by mail. It was like, okay, all right. So again, uh, there, nothing has been set up yet. Like they're all they're doing is saying that they will look at it 
and then send me either an email or mail. Well, Freedom Mortgage is very confusing in terms of their setup. I'm, I have everything electronic, but I cannot, for the life of me, figure out how to get their normal mail that's sent to me, sent to me by email. I get constant mail in my mailbox from them, and I can't stop it. So I knew what was going to happen. I knew that I was going to be getting like actual mail from them. Um, now, here's the thing about getting your PMI dropped. Banks don't like it. Why? Because if you drop your PMI now, your mortgage is going down, and now you're less likely to get a new loan, whether by refinancing or whether by purchasing another home. That's that's the thing is that they're constantly sending me uh, offers of like, hey, why don't you sell your home and buy a new home? Your home is worth this. You can get you know another home comp- you know for a comparable price. Blah 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 blah. They want new business. They that's all they care about. They just want new business. It, once you drop your PMI, you're basically saying, without saying it, hey, I plan to live in this house for a while longer at least. Otherwise, why would you drop your PMI? Why would you go through that hassle? And so they don't want you to drop your PMI. They are, and again, somehow they worked it out with the government, and to me, this is criminal, um, but they don't legally have to drop it until you've already not just gotten to that 20% threshold, but until you've reached 22%. And prior to that, you have to reach out to them to let them know once you've reached 20%. Okay, all of that to be said, I start waiting, right? I'm waiting, 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 waiting. When am I going to hear from them? So I I am signed up for on uh, USPS.com to get basically scans the the day that my mail is coming in. I, I can see they scan it and they send it to me by email. Here's the here's a, a copy of the envelopes that you have coming in. So I see, oh, here we go. Here I'm, I'm getting something from Freedom Mortgage. Let's check it out. I get it. I open it up. It's another spam mail trying to get me to refi. I'm like, no, I don't want to refinance. I just want my PMI drop. It's okay. I, I suspected it would take a while. I wait a few more days. I see in my email from USPS that uh, I got something else from Freedom Mortgage. Now, this is different than anything else that I had gotten from them. All of their letterheads are real fancy. It's got like gold, you know, gold colors and, and all sorts of different things. This one was just straight black and white, printed on low quality, a low quality envelope, all of that. And so I got excited because remember... They don't want you to drop their P- your PMI. Um, so m- what my conclusion was when I saw that there was an envelope coming in that wasn't as good looking as the others, they were trying to get me to throw that away because they don't want me to go through with this. So I got it. I opened it. And sure enough, it was here is instructions for how you can potentially drop your PMI. Now, what I was wondering was how they would determine the value of my house. I assumed they would probably require an appraisal. They actually didn't. What they required was what's called a BPO. A BPO is a broker's price opinion, and it's done by another realtor or broker. It's not done by an appraiser. Well, that was something that I was very happy about. A is cheaper. It cost me $105. An appraisal would be probably $400. Um, but also I, as some of you guys know, I live in a basement home. 
South Carolina appraisers hate basement homes. They don't. There, there's. I did a whole podcast on this. Go back and and search for it if you want. They don't like basement homes, but fellow realtors understand the value of basement homes. There are so many people looking for a basement home, and there's like none of them in the upstate of South Carolina. We have very few finished basements in this area and a lot of people looking for them. And so they actually add value to your home, but appraisers take away value for it. Well, knowing that it was going to be a fellow realtor that was actually going to be looking at my home, I was like, okay, this is good. This is exactly what I want to see. Um, So the page that they sent me, right? They, They sent me a a page in the mail, again, with the instructions, extremely confusing. Like, I am pretty good at at following instructions. I was a 4.0 student my entire life, college, high school, all those things. I had to reread these instructions so many different times to understand exactly what I needed to do. Um, And they were incomplete instructions. Like it said, you will need to send us uh, this filled out page, as well as $105 to pay for the BPO in order for us to move forward with your request. It did not say who the $105 needed to be made out to. Um, it did not say, do I need to annotate anything on the $105? It did not say how I needed to pay the $105. Could I do it by credit card somehow? Did it have to be by check? Could it Did it need to be personal check? Did it need to be a cashier's check? There was absolutely no information on any of these specifics that you would think would be important to a financial institution. But no, they were kind of scarce on details. So I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to write a check to the, the name, the exact name that they have on the letterhead. I'm going to mail this. It didn't say where any of this was supposed to be mailed. There, I assumed it needed to be mailed to the address that was the return address on on the letterhead and so that's what I did put it in the mail and then waited about a week later I saw on my bank account that the check had been cashed and I was like ooh this is interesting um now you know now maybe we will have something worth waiting for. Maybe maybe I'll actually hear from, from someone, something concrete. Sure enough, I think it might have been the same day or, or like the day after, I received a phone call from a realtor that I had never communicated with before telling me that she was the one assigned to do uh, the BPO, the Burger's Price Opinion. And I was like, great, perfect. So she was we and we were prepared for this. You know, we had we had been doing some cleaning and, and doing some other things. So now it was like, okay, here we go. She was ready to come out the next day. Um, so she comes out, and here's the interesting thing. I, I I really expected that she was going to be measuring my home, that she was going to be taking detailed notes. Um, she said that normally she has an app that basically does like a 3D scan of every room and comes up with approximate measurements. And she said that in my case, all she needed to do was take photos, which I thought was very interesting. I was like, okay, so you only need to take photos. Again, I think that they, I think that Freedom Mortgage in this instance was relying very heavily on, uh, on the data that they had in their system already. Um, again, this is going to benefit me in a basement home. It was going to not most likely in their system differentiate between 
above grade and below grade square footage. So that was something, uh, again, that seemed to me to be a positive. So she was in my house for maybe five to 10 minutes, probably longer than she would have been, except that I chatted up with her, um, gave her my card, you know, wink, wink, nod, nod. I'm also a realtor. I, I kind of know what I'm doing as well. I wouldn't have requested this. I didn't say this, of course, but, you know, I wouldn't have requested it, obviously, um, if I didn't know what my home's value was. I, I also, you know, kind of made a comment about, you know, wow, when I first moved into this neighborhood, home homes were selling for $100 a square foot, and now they're like $150 a square foot. Little, you know, just little things like that. Um, so she was very friendly. She does all her pictures. She leaves. All right. Now we wait. So like a week later, I get mail from Freedom Mortgage. And again, it's on that poorly printed black and white paper. Um, I open it up and they and it's like time stamped. It's like dated like two weeks earlier. And it's like, thank you. We have received your PMI drop request and we are processing it. It was just like, seriously, like this was like, we've already had the BPO, you know, it's just the whole thing was kind of ridiculous. Um, but I still don't know what's going to happen. Um, a few days later, maybe a week later, I get another piece of mail from them. It says, we have received your payment for the BPO and we are working to get this scheduled. Again, it was like multiple weeks behind up to this point. Then finally, a week or so after that, I've received mail from them saying, congratulations, your PMI request to, to have the PMI drop has been approved. You will no longer have to pay PMI. I will now be saving, I think in my case, I, I have to go back and check, but I think it was about $60 per month. I will now save $60 per month um, that I would have been paying for, for four years. For, for four more years, I did not have to pay. So, you know, that's... $700 a year that now I will be saving for the next four years. And this is something I would have still had to go on, go through this entire process four years from now uh, when I reached that 20% level per the original loan to value. I just went through it early because I knew that my home value was already at that level. And so honestly, I don't know anyone else that has gone through this process as quickly as I did, but given the way the market has shifted, I think anyone who has bought a house greater than uh, at least 18 months from now, like if you bought a house 18 months ago or earlier than that and you're paying PMI, you need to go ahead and uh, unless the $105 is, is uh, you know, just going to be way too much money for you or whatever whatever it is that that your bank requires it might not be $105 that was just that was just freedom mortgage um but if you're in a house that you bought 18 months ago or earlier than that and if you see indicators and honestly I'm happy to help you with this I I'm I'm offering right now this is a free offer to any uh, anyone that's listening to this show if you're in the Greenville area if you want me to assess your house to give you my personal opinion, which may not line up with with what your lender's opinion is, or what you know if they tap into a BPO or an appraisal or whatever, can't guarantee that that our opinions will align. But I'm willing to assist anyone on anyone that's listening to this 
ascertain whether I think that you have 20% equity in your property right now. Happy to do that for you. There is There are a variety of ways that, that we can go about that. It's much easier if you're in a subdivision. Um, if you're not in a subdivision, then it's much riskier. If you're in a unique property, um, then again, it's, it's not as likely to be accurate. Uh, just from the standpoint of differing, different people that look at the property will have different opinions. But if you're in, particularly if you're in a subdivision, it's usually pretty easy to figure out. And that was the case with me. I live in a subdivision. Um, but even if you don't, I'm happy to help you guys out. You need to take advantage of this. There's no point in paying an extra five, six, seven hundred, a thousand dollars, whatever the case it is that you're paying per year PMI. The the entire market has gone up by 20% in value the past year. You have, you almost certainly have 20% equity in the property that you purchased, and you can save yourself money every month. A dollar saved is a dollar earned, or whatever that phrase is. A penny saved is a penny earned. I don't know. I don't know what that phrase is. Um, but the point is, you we do a lot of work trying to earn money, but sometimes we don't put in the work to save money. This is easy money to save. You don't have to change anything in your lifestyle. You don't have to cut anything out. All you need to do is do a a little bit of research with your lender, call them, fill out some information, send them a a little fee, which hopefully you can afford, and, and then let the process play itself out. The worst thing that can happen is that you lose that money, which hopefully it's comparable to the, to the $105 I had to spend. Worst case scenario is you lose that money and they tell you, sorry, it's been declined. That's not that terrible of a situation. So I want to encourage all of you guys to consider that if you purchased a house you know, at, in, in, within the past 18 months or earlier than that and you're still paying PMI. And even, like I said, the, the market has shifted, has gone up 20% in the past year. So even if you purchased a year ago, you may already be eligible for your PMI to be dropped. I would say it's a little bit riskier. It's probably less likely that the lenders are, you know, that their calculations and that the, the you know, however they determine your value, whether it's an automated calculation, whether it's a BPO, whether it's an appraisal, it's less likely after a year that they're going to give you that, that 20% even if we're pretty confident that it's gone up 20% in value, but it's worth considering. Let me know. I'm no longer on vacation, right? I am back, um, and I'm I'm ready to... It, it doesn't take me that long. I'm, I'm, I've got this down to a science, how I determine home valuations, and I'm, I'm happy to do that for you guys. So this is a, a lesson. I saved myself over $2,000 over, over the next four years by just putting in a little bit of time. And I'm sharing this opportunity with you guys. You might be able to save yourself thousands of dollars by just putting a little bit of time into this, trying to get your PMI dropped. And again, you never know. It's wild things have happened in the market the past couple of years. Let it work to your advantage. This is something that you know, you might see home values going up and you might think, well, this doesn't really help me right now. No, it actually may help you right now. And so hopefully this show was helpful for you. I'm available. My contact information is in the show notes. If you need to reach out to me, if you want me to give you an idea of what whether your home 
you know, potentially has 20% uh, equity, whether you have 20% equity in it, reach out to me with my contact information there. I'll let you know what information specifically that I need. There will be a few different pieces of data that I'll need from you. Um, I will need to know how much is principal is left on your loan. So you have to be willing to share that with me uh, because otherwise I can't really help you. I guess technically I could kind of tell you what I think your home is worth without, and then you could determine whether it's 20%. I don't know. It would be easier if I could just kind of do the calculation for you and kind of give you my my interpretation. But that is up to you. Um, at the very least, I just need to know uh, the address and the actual square footage above grade and below grade because I will have to account for the fact that they might dis- discount the below grade square footage. So there's just some different things like that. Um, but my contact information is in the show notes. If you want to reach out to me for that or any other real estate needs that you have, please hit the subscribe button, perhaps even unsubscribe and resubscribe to help bolster the show. Hit the little five-star button, leave a short little review, and we will talk again next week.